Hey, where do you think you're going, champ? I'm just going into Flynn's restaurant to get some food. <laughs> nah, you're under seven. You're not going anywhere. Hey, that was a conversation I secretly recorded out the front of a restaurant that's banned kids. Join me as I have a fireside chat with the owner, who's been amazed with the reaction. Yeah, I said, welcome to a small business marketing show, where successful small business owners share their souls. To take your marketing straight to the lead, now here's your host, Mr. Tim Bowie. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Australia's number one marketing show. I'm your host, Timbo Reid. You, so much more importantly, are a motivated business owner ready to crank out some great marketing, ready to build that business of yours possibly into the empire it deserves to be. I certainly wish you well and hope that I can help you in that journey along the way. Hey, we're lovingly brought to you today by the Key Person of Influence Program, the world's leading business accelerator for entrepreneurs wanting to become industry thought leaders. And why wouldn't you want to do that? Very shortly, I am going to give you a link to go and have them send you a hard copy of their Amazon bestseller. Fantastic. Hey, big show today. Very big show. I have a fireside chat with this fellow, Liam Flynn, who has banned kids under seven from his restaurant. Uh, What happened in his business next is quite amazing. Stay tuned for that. I have a bit of a check-in very shortly. Got a couple of fun marketing quotes today. Not one, but two. Plenty more to cover. Lots of marketing gold dripping from the ceiling over here at Small Business Big Marketing's HQ. So let's get stuck right in. Do you need a speaker for your next conference? Recommend Timbo to your event organiser. Or better still, book him. Tim Reid. That's R-E-I-D dot com dot A-U. A very wise person once said, goals, well, they're just dreams without deadlines. How's your week been? Good? I'm having a ripper. Got the blogging bug back. Smashed out two blog posts in a day. Do you ever do that where you just kind of get the bug for something and all of a sudden it's manic? You've got to do lots of it. Well, I did that with blogging. I wrote a blog about how to get past the Dobermans, five ways to get past the Dobermans. Um, I hear that all the time. How do I get to the decision maker, Timbo? Well, I finally put that in a blog post. And I did another one, the 10 funniest 404 error pages that I've ever seen. Those, they're those pages that you land on, you know, when the link is busted. You can head over to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com and uh, hit the blog button and you can check out all my blogs. I had interesting experience with a couple of real estate agents this week. We're looking to rent uh, a house down the beach and um, one real estate agent, remember, in a coastal town, I was ringing all weekend to go and look at this place they ring me back on Monday saying, oh, I don't answer my phone on the weekends and also not after five of a weekday. Sorry? But, but, but <laughs> I was speechless. Another one, I rolled up to this house. The photos on the internet looked unreal. I get to the house and it just didn't live up to the photos. And the real estate agent says to me, yeah, we photographed it really well, didn't we? <laughs> what? What is going on? These people aren't listening to the small business big marketing show. That's for sure. Another one followed me around the house. That was awkward. That was weird. 
just got kind of got into my personal space. I don't know. We've got to be more conscious sometimes of the way we market ourselves and put ourselves out there to the world, what we tell and, uh, and how we act in front of clients. That's why I do the show, to help you improve on some of those things. Hey, um, also, just want to telegraph to you next, the next episode. I'm excited by it. Did the interview a few days ago. It's with this fellow, David Warren, who I mentioned last week. David owns Sydney Tall Ships. He was first on in episode 157, like about 100 episodes ago. And he has, he's going to give us this amazing update of how he has reduced his wages bill by 90%, increased his business by 25%, and he's having a ball. How he did it, he moved his family to Manila. Now, I'm not suggesting any of us do that, but he explains how he did it, the trials and tribulations of doing it, and the amazing things that it's brought to his life. And now, what's really interesting is he's running these tours to take business owners, Australian business owners, over there for three days to look inside, to take a look inside, a behind-the-scenes look at outsourcing. I'm going to do one of those tours in a couple of months' time, and I'm going to invite you on that tour. Stay tuned for the details next week, and I would suggest you scribe to small subscribe, subscribe to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Get on my list. You'll be the first to know. I'm excited by that. It's an amazing interview, very, very emotional, very transparent interview, so look out for that one. All in all, it's shaping up to be a very big week. Support for this show comes from Key Person of Influence, the world's leading business accelerator program for those wanting to be an industry thought leader. Their five-step KPI method teaches you how to nail your pitch, publish content, productize your offer, raise your profile, and partner with performers. I asked co-founder Glenn Carlson, what's with the pee fetish? Oh, yeah, I suppose it is a bit of a fetish, isn't it? But I guess we're just a bit obsessed. You know, fetishes, obsessions, we're, we're, we're just business geeks, mate. We believe there's never been a better time to be an entrepreneur and we're all in. We are just all in. And if we find best practices and ideas as a result of what's working for our clients all around the world, we just want to bring it to people. And so far, the best framework that we've found to be able to do that, to really accelerate that entrepreneurial journey in the shortest time is the five Ps. So, mate, get in on the fetish. KPI, we're fetishes rule. For a free hard or audio copy of their Amazon bestseller, visit keypersonofinfluence.com forward slash Timbo. Oh, and a little warning. Don't read it before bed. You just won't sleep. Yep, get that book. It is an absolute ripper. Okay, let's get stuck into today's guest. Now, I shared the news with my two sons, Jack, who's 18, Will, who's 16, told them about this fellow who owns a restaurant that's banned kids and got their opinion first. Have a listen to what they had to say. I'm contemplating, thinking about thinking. So you're a Gee, you can't sing. As a father, I should say you can, but you can't. Oh, that was Angels. Is that right? No, it was Come Undone. Oh, it was Come Undone. No, no, I sort of wouldn't really like. There's a little bit of a little bit of Robbie there, but not much. Boys, as I said, there is a restaurant in Queensland that has banned children under seven. Well, 
As a, working at a restaurant myself, I can understand where he's coming from there. Where's he coming from? Well, you know, kids, especially under the age of seven, can be rather annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's coming from an 18-year-old? That's coming from an 18-year-old. I wasn't that annoying hmm. when I was seven. But you, just, you were. All you ate was avocado, banana and yogurt mashed together. Okay. That was annoying. Okay. Well, but uh, at the restaurant, like, we, we find ourselves actually spending a lot of our time focusing on these under-seven-year-old kids. And I think that's where this guy, you know, he might be thinking, look, we don't want to be focusing our time on these kids. Right. We could be, you know, focusing on these more important customers hmm. coming here to enjoy the experience. Right. We don't have to worry about these kids running around. Will? I wouldn't have even thought that was legal. I think it's a bit harsh, too. Yeah. It's his restaurant. Do what he wants, can't he? Yeah, but... If he does, not get him onto it. Will he, this whole illegal thing, are you a bit concerned that he's breaking the law? Um, I'm sure... I don't know, I feel like he'd be breaking something. Right. I'm just sort of... I don't see... I don't know. But do you think it's fair, as a business owner, you should be able to say no? No. As much as you know. No. It's like, open open your business, anyone who comes in the door, yeah, I will serve you. Because that's what they're for. Right. They're providing something, and you can't just provide it to some people. Well, not others. Mm. Maybe if he <clears throat> markets himself going forward in a way that... Maybe he should market himself as in just, you know, maybe not a family place. Yes, he's, correct. He's going for the... Um, so how would you do that? He doesn't like seven-year-olds. You could have, like, a kid's menu that has, like, uh, broccoli <laughs> broccoli nachos. Really healthy. healthy <laughs> Bru- Brussels sprout, uh, parmesan. Yeah. And uh, what could you have for dessert that would just be totally unappealing? What about pumpkin tart? Pumpkin tart. Mm. Quite nice, the pumpkin tart. Right. Righto. Well, boys, um, any last words? Because, you know, you we do need to wrap up. We've got to get on to Liam. Liam is... He owns Flynn's Restaurant. He is the culprit for banning seven-year-old and below children. Well, I've got this the perfect suggestion for him. You have... I can't wait to listen to this. Really? Yeah. Are you going to listen? I am. Have you ever listened to an episode of your old man's podcast? Oh, I've got through about half an hour. Wow. I might get through a full one this time. Wow. Yeah. Will he? No. Break oh, my heart. I wouldn't have gotten through oh, half an hour. Oh, wow. Oh, look, it's... it's yeah. No, no, no. Tell it to the hand... Because the face ain't listening. Mm-hmm. I do love my boys. Proud old dad here. I love getting them on the show. My kids. I have to get Steph back too soon. Okay, let's head over to Flynn's restaurant and hear from owner Liam Flynn. I started off by sharing with Liam some headlines for some possible signs he could put on his front door. All right, so first one, all kids under seven, yeah. given an espresso and a puppy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've heard that one, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, clearly one of my listeners plagiarised that. The second one, we love kids, they taste like chicken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next, I, I think I'll, I'll take that as a yes. Next one, yep. please leave your children securely locked in your car whilst you dine. Yeah, I love that one. Okay, That's a good all, right. one. all right, we'll go with that. Nothing like a bit of fear. Yep. Uh, the, the other two also are based on fear. Uh, this one is... We shot SpongeBob 
Oh, I don't know SpongeBob. No, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it. Uh, I am too. Uh, I guess he's just kind of a childhood hero, and uh, he's now dead. Uh, and the final one, we know the truth about Santa Claus, and we're not afraid to use it. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. So we, we, we've sorted out some of your marketing there. You no longer have to, you know, verbally talk to clients about their children uh, sure. because they, now, now, Liam, let's get stuck in, mate. Describe your restaurant to us. Well, basically, it's a <clears throat> it's a small boutique style restaurant um, with about forty seats, and we cook. I cook French and Italian food, which is um, <clears throat> sort of an upmarket version of of you know real home cooking. Um, and it's just it's just been refined, you know, over years and years of cooking the same recipes. So the the foods. The food's pretty much classical French and Italian home cooking. You know, it's my version of classical French and Italian home so, cooking. So this is, you are into your food. This is serious stuff. Uh, I'm sure you have fun along the way, but people come to your restaurant yep. to really indulge themselves in food that has been created with a lot of love and care, and that's what it's all about, Yeah. Absolutely, and, and at the same time, the prices are, you know, we're not extravagant, um, extravagantly priced. So. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Uh, give, me, give me something on the menu, and I'll, have it, I'll tell you what I think it should be, the price should be. Well, um, birth on dobe, which is basically... Um, <laughs> do what braised, that is. <laughs> braised, uh, it's braised beef cheek. Um, it's braised with root vegetables and uh, good red shiraz. Okay, sounds fancy. And, and um, real beef stock. Uh, $32. Yeah, exactly. It's thirty-two bucks. No. Yep. Yep. Exactly thirty-two bucks. You got it right. There you go. Uh, I haven't haven't looked at your menu. Uh, Couldn't even pronounce the dish you just said. Love it. So tell me, before you explain what happened, uh, I want to know. You've been in business for fourteen years. Why has it taken you so long to uh, finally, you know, pluck up the courage? (laughs) Um, Well, basically, we, um, you know. We've been here for a long time. I've been here for a long time, and it wasn't really the courage. It was just it was it just came to a point, a breaking point, with um, three incidences in one day that um, that that I just decided I'd had enough um, of tiptoeing around uh, sensitive parents who won't control their children, basically. Mate, all all that came to mind as you were talking then is Michael Douglas in that film. Um, oh, it, it's where he just falling, cracks it. He's in the down or what is it? Falling down. Falling down. Yeah, he's in the traffic jam in LA. Just gets out of the car with the baseball bat yeah, and yeah. goes, "Okay, that's enough." <laughs> uh, clearly, you didn't do that. What did you do? Well, I went out. I went out to the um, the, the 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 parents and the parents in law were were out in, in the rear dining room, and I said to them, "Can you?" please keep the noise down um, just for the consideration of the other guests in the next dining room. And I left. They smiled and they nodded and they said yes, and I left. And two minutes later, the screaming got louder. Um, The screaming was already prolonged for about 10 minutes. So the screaming got louder and um, basically... uh, In walks Michael Douglas. um, I went back and I said, you know, you'll have... Can you take the child outside, please? And I was brusque. Yeah. I wasn't brusque, but I, I was brusque because I was in a hurry. I was cooking. I'm, I'm the parent. I'm the parent, Liam. Give me your brisque. Well, I said, can you... I, I came out and I said, can you please take the child outside because, uh, you know, this is not acceptable. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to get you. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 I just said it like that. I was short, yeah. straight to the point. I said, please. Um, 
And at that point, 10 minutes later, they, they decided to stage a, a departure um, sort of as a protest, and they all got up, and the, the father and the father-in-law came to the the counter, and I said to the Sonia, the manager, I said, I'll handle this. Yep. Um, because I wanted to address them. Um, I, I felt I was on the right, and I could see that they were they were leaving in protest, which I've had happen many times before with... Um, not not in the same situation, but I've I've had many parents with unruly children, sort of uh, you know standing their grounds. Yeah, right. It. And I said, well, you know, the guy. And I said to the guy, the the father said, well, I don't want to be rude or anything. And I said, no, you speak your point. You know, speak speak your mind. Mm, mm. Um, and he said, well, I think you're you know pretty rude the way you spoke to us. And I said, what? Asking you to you know take the rest, the child out of the restaurant, the screaming child out of the restaurant. Yeah. He said, yeah, but it's the way that you asked us. And I said, look, I'm, I'm busy cooking and, yep. you know, this is totally unacceptable. Um, and then the mother came out of the, the toilet out the back and she said, if you think that's screaming, you can get, you can get effed. And the father had, or the thing is, the father was standing at the counter. He's probably about 38, 40. I'm 44. Yep. And he said to me, it was only, she only screamed for 10 minutes. <laughs> and I said, do you know how ridiculous that sounds? I said, that is so long. I said, yes, she did scream for 10 minutes. I said, that is a long time for other people to put up with. Liam, can you look back now and, and, and you know what? On the record, I'm with you. I think you've made yep. the right decision. Uh, can you, you look? Can you look back now and see the humour? Can you have a laugh? Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> I mean, I've I've had it. Um, I've had it before, um, and you know, I put up with a lot of stress, obviously, in the kitchen as as a day to day thing. Hmm. That's part of a chef's job description. That's that's right, and I, I see the humour in it every day. It's you know, it's 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 you know, when when I'm in a stressful situation like that, it's. I always see the bright side of things, so it wasn't serious for me. It was serious for them, but for me, I just thought, you know, why are these guys so sensitive? But a lot of parents that don't control their children are hypersensitive to other people's criticisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think, there you go, and I'm a parent, and, you know, you can take it personally. When someone says yes. something like that, then all of a sudden... I'm the worst parent in the world, and and I get it. Uh, you've you've made this. There's there's a certain amount of faulty towers in this. Um, you know, clearly you're a bit of basil. You got a bit of basil faulty in you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Now now tell me. Okay, so made the decision. Um, that happens. She goes home very quickly. Leaves a review on TripAdvisor. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. She um, she left a review on TripAdvisor at around the same time that I posted on our Facebook page that we no longer accepted because I knew it was going to turn into a furore. Did you? On social media. So, I, yeah, I just had that feeling. I, I... Why? Why did you know that? Because that's kind of where I'm interested. This has gone... I mean, you were on the project last night. That's the biggest current affairs show, show in, in Australia. Why did you know? Well, I knew because we, you know, as a small business person, we deal with people that come in here... And I've noticed it's a trend. It's happened in the last three years. If people don't get their way, if they don't get what they expect from from you as a server, they're quick to use the only weapon they've got in the toolbox, which is the TripAdvisor review. Mm-hmm. And they're quick. To, people are quick to jump on TripAdvisor and and blast. Um, 
you know, the server or the, or the, or the establishment mm-hmm. um, because they didn't get what they wanted. And I felt, I knew when they stormed out, I knew they were going straight to TripAdvisor. I could just feel it. I could feel it. It's happened to me before. You know what we call that on the show, uh, Liam? That's called word of mouse where people right. activate social media that's their that's their that's their way to vent and um, right. so so they've they've gone on to TripAdvisor um, why would you not reply on TripAdvisor as opposed to Facebook um, well do you mean why would I personally not reply to that comment I, I love to see responses to criticism in, I think it's one of the great things about social media is that right. people can people can cane you but you can stand there and respond whereas if she was out on the street you know bad mouthing you you may yeah. hear th- by a third party but yeah. you don't have the opportunity to respond here you here you do well I did respond the other day about two days ago I did respond to her her um, review on TripAdvisor. It was actually the mother-in-law that posted it. Ah, oh, you've got to watch those mother-in-laws. But it's been taken off by TripAdvisor because I named names. Uh-huh. And um, because I named names, they want me to rewrite the review, which I'm going to do uh, probably tomorrow. Yeah. I will respond to it. Liam, where did it all of a sudden get traction? Because a little review on TripAdvisor, you posting something on Facebook, yeah, like, I get it, that's now for there for the world to see, but the world's not necessarily watching. So tell me about the point where all of a sudden you've gone, oh, hang on, this is going to blow up. Well, what happened was um, at around, I, I posted on, also on Facebook, I posted our policy saying that, that uh, we require diners to be a minimum age of seven. I tried to keep it in a positive wording. Um, not to say no babies, but <clears throat> basically to say diners must be a minimum age of seven years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and at, at around about an hour, maybe around about 45 minutes later, it reached 1,500 views. And most of those, sorry, 1,500 views. Mm-hmm. And most of those views were friends of the woman with the child. And they started posting things like, we're going to spread this everywhere and you're, you know, you're going to go out of business. And I kind oh, of yeah. flipped. And so I, Sonia was downstairs on Facebook page as well. Mm. We can both um, contribute to our mm. Facebook page. And she said, and I said, oh, this, you know, and so I deleted the post. And Sonia said to me, don't, um, she reposted it. She said, no, no, repost it. Let it go viral. Yeah, go, Sonia. Yeah, and she said, let it go viral. And I said, well, I don't know. And, you know, she's 27, so yep. she's a little more media. A digital native. Yeah, exactly. And um, so she reposted what I'd written. And um, by, I would say that was at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And by midnight after work, after dinner on Sunday night, we had 55,000 views of that comment. I love it. So suddenly, and suddenly we had people coming out in support of us. So yeah. we were, and I said to Sonia, the funny thing is I said to her on Sunday night, I said, I'm going to ring up tomorrow I'm going to ring up um, Ken's Post Monday morning mm. and I'm going to ring Sunrise Television because some commenter said, um, you know, don't agree. Initially, it was a lot of haters and one of the commenters said, don't <clears throat> contribute to this page because this guy is going, going to go viral and he's going to be on Sunrise Television tomorrow. And I got his point straight away. I, I could see exactly where yep. he was coming from. So we deleted his post so that no one else could take his advice and they would keep ranting. 
so that it would enable it to go viral. That, that's a bit cheeky. I, I, I don't know whether it wouldn't have gone right viral if you had have left his post on. I think one of the things about social media is the the honesty and the transparency of it. But sure. you know, you did it, sure. and it, it's clearly clearly worked for you. So, Liam, what what has this decision done for your business? Well, basically, for our business, we've we've gotten a lot more um, support. Um, from people, you know, it's, it's obviously going to drum up a lot of future business because it's put us on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, right now on the ground, we are packed. We we aren't, you know, we're we're in a small village, so we're not busy every night. But our numbers have definitely gone up to the point where we we used to do ten shifts a week, and now we do nine. We've cut out Sunday nights because we no longer need to do them because we're just so busy working um that we decide you know i said well we'll take a break on sunday night good on you um and it's it's just to the point it's just to the point now where people are ringing us up and and offering their support they're ringing us up to tell us you know they're coming in next month next week can we book parties can we book this can we book mate that that is fantastic so okay so you've you've actually cancelled a shift uh so you can have a break because on those other nine shifts you are now at capacity where you're making enough coin to to take that break um i would suggest and as i said before we hit record uh make hay while the sun shines you're you're on the project you've been on you know newspapers you've had a lot of coverage is there anything you're doing in particular right now to really uh, cement what you've created? Like to get, you know, how can you get twelve months of forward bookings out of this? Would be an interesting question to ask. It, w- it would be an interesting question, but the, the the answer I have to I have to let you know that we do take four and a half months holiday every year. Mate, I love your work already. We are busy. Um, and because, you see, my business is run in such a way that I'm actually doing the job of probably two people, mm-hmm. as is my manager on the floor. So we're actually, you know, we're running a 40-seat restaurant with two of us. Um, we, we can't, it's very hard to find skilled staff up here. Mm-hmm. And we don't have the time to train someone while we're working. So we need someone with experience. Um, and we, we often don't have a third person. So because we... we, we carry the, the workload ourselves between two of us, it makes enough money, you know, out of a restaurant serving $32 yeah, meals right. um, with people spending 150 you know, for two people um, and having, you know, if, you, if you've got 40 people in the restaurant and you're turning over three to four grand a day, mm-hmm. um, you, you can take four and a half months holiday and still pay the rent on those four and a half months. Wow, that is so impressive. Uh, to, uh, there are business owners here yep. working their rings off, uh, not not even the, – the, the idea of taking a holiday, uh, the idea of taking a long weekend is is quite alien to them. Right. That, that's about expectation, isn't it? Because there are some business owners who are trying to build an empire, trying to make a million dollars. Right. You aren't, I'm guessing. You are happy to provide a great service, great food, um, make make wage, and yep. then yep. take four and a half months off. Is that your kind of thinking? That is that is my thinking. I mean, I, I do make good money. Um, I'm not going to give figures, but I do make a good a good wage out of it. At the same time, my overheads are very low. Yeah. Um, my rent is is moderate because of the fact that we're in a small village in the middle of nowhere. Mate, you're in Yungaburra or wherever you are. I can't even pronounce it. 
That's right, Younger Borough. Younger so, Borough? You know, it's a small village with, with reasonably cheap rent if you compare it mm. to the nearby city of Cairns. I'd, I would be paying, um, you know, for the situation that I've got here, I would probably be paying triple in Cairns. Um, and consequently, you know, it's taken me. It took me the first six years just to get credibility in the local community as, mm-hmm. a, as a good restaurant. Um, but now it's all rolling. You know, 14 years down the track, um, you know, the overheads are so low, and yeah. and the you know, I'm I'm living. I'm re- I'm really living off the business as well. You know, I, I, I just I just have low overheads. Mate, you're living the dream. You are you're in the Atherton Tablelands. You know, yeah. you're a TV personality now. Uh, clearly, there is going to be some celebrity chef or something. You know, I imagine you know if that's a phone call coming through, it's probably Jamie Oliver. I, I don't know, but I mean, maybe. You, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Hey, Liam, well done, well done on finding uh, the bottle to speak up. Well done on taking four and a half months a year off, and uh, I. I kind of look forward to watching from a distance to see what happens with Flynn's restaurant in Younger Borough in the future. Thank you. Thanks, Liam. Well, what did you think? Controversial or a no-brainer? What are your thoughts? Head over to the show notes for episode 253 over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Now, I want to share my top three learnings thanks to the very good folk at the Key Person of Influence Business Accelerator Program. Number one, stand up for something you believe in. Don't worry about what others say. Just stand up for your opinion. Express your opinion loud and proud. Number two, what can you sacrifice now in order to reward yourself in the future? I love that question. Liam is working hard now in order to take four and a half months holiday each year. (laughs) Nice. Bit of delayed gratification. Okay, number three, take a bloody holiday. Can you afford not to? Ask yourself that. Maybe go and book one now. As I said, would love to know your thoughts on that interview because it was a little bit controversial. Head over to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com and tell me what you think. A very clever retailer once said, if it's in stock, we have it. Get on Timbo's mailing list over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Right, time to say goodbye. Plenty of marketing gold coming up in the next few weeks. As I said, next episode, joined by David Warren of Sydney Tall Ships, who made a massive decision 12 months ago to move his family and his business to the Philippines. Not the ships, just the back end of the business. And he's um, he's killing it. And he wants to share how he did it and how you and I can also have some massive success in reducing costs, building a building a virtual team, basically. Grab a free copy, uh, hard or audio, of KPI's Amazon bestseller over at keypersonofinfluence.com forward slash Timbo. If you do use one of my sponsors, I would love to hear feedback. You know, send it to me, tim at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Might even share it on the show. I'll definitely share it with my sponsors. If you're serious about taking your marketing to the next level, then join me in the inner circle, the Small Business Big Marketing Forum. You'll get there very quickly over at crankmymarketing.com. And if you want me to speak at a conference, I would love to do that. Enough, enough. 
Have a fantastic week. Until next week, I'm Timbo Reid. May your marketing be the best marketing. Bye for now.